My hands are always tingling. Neat. Hello and welcome to Isn't It Neat, a podcast where we talk about things we think are neat. My name is Erin and I am joined by my sisters Helen. Hello. And Caitlin. Hi. And this week we're also joined by Lindsay from Behind the Timeline. Hi, Lindsay. Hey, guys. How's it going? (laughs) So good. So exciting. We're on different days. We're yeah. talking to you from that future. It's true. I am You're coming yesterday. at you from yesterday, last, yes. last night. <laughs> last night, yeah. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Yeah. Um, check us out. If you guys haven't listened to us, we are like a film history podcast with me and my friend Scott, who is not here tonight, but will be on some of our future collaborations, we hope. Um And yeah, we're going through the official timeline of all the cool stuff that we like in film history. And right now we're kind of working through the 90s. So this this film fits, uh, even if we're a little bit ahead of this in the actual timeline where we are. Um, But yeah, we like to talk about all kinds of old, crazy movies. And we just did Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad as a request, uh, which was my goodness. I don't think I've even watched that movie. It was neither had I, and it was unhinged. Like, it was completely insane. So check out that episode. That's coming soon. Uh, And you guys can find us on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline, at Twitter at Behind Timeline, or email us at Go Behind the Timeline at Gmail. So that's the plug for all of our stuff. Yeah. Um, But I'm really excited to be here with you guys, because we have a lot of overlap, right? Like, our shows talk about a lot of the same stuff. Um but we tend to feel pretty differently about them sometimes. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about this one. So movies and film are generally things we think are neat. So we like throw them in with our normal rotation. So we went through, when we went through the Disney Renaissance, I think you guys had just started, but we like, we just went through those 10 movies, whereas you're like going through the nineties with a lot more movies. So lots of non-Disney detours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And other Disney detours. Yes. As well. Mm. Yeah, like Goofy Movie, which I love. I love that movie. Ah, the Goofy Movie. I can't believe you didn't like it, Lizzie. I liked it well (laughs) enough. There were elements that I liked. (laughs) So I'm like, that soundtrack. Yeah. Agree with Scott 100%. (laughs) Love the music. Um, Anyway, so today we're going to talk about um, an Australian film called Strictly Ballroom. Yay. Yeah. This was cool. (laughs) And I'm I'm interested to know your thoughts about this film because I rewatched it on Friday night. I haven't I haven't watched it in I don't know how long, probably uh, more than a decade. It's been a long time since I've watched it. Um, but when I put it on, it was like a warm hug from a friend. I was so <laughs> familiar and I was like, I love this film. It's so good. But I don't know if that's nostalgia goggles talking. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I interestingly hadn't seen this one and I've seen the other two in the trilogy, right? And I I didn't really know that this this concept existed, right? Mm-hmm. Of this this trilogy of films that are unrelated to each other. Um and I'm going to mispronounce his name. Uh Lerman? Is it just Lerman? I don't know. Baz yeah, Lerman the director. Baz Lerman. Yeah. 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 Maybe I got it. Baz. I'm really bad with names, but there's Baz these Lerman. there's the Baz three. Lerman? There's... Baz Lerman? Baz Lerman. Baz Lerman. 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 But it's strictly Ballroom's the first Baz. one, right? And then Romeo and Juliet it's his and first Moulin film. Rouge. Yeah. And of course, I've seen the other two movies, but I didn't know that this was like a thing between the three of mm-hmm. them. And I had not seen this one. And I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm here for all of this. It struck me yeah. as like, uh, this is a... Um, 
in my opinion, a like recipe that you really can't do wrong. Like this concept of like doing some kind of eclectic competition, but like doing it your way. And you can't actually fuck that up. Like this effectively is bring it on or pitch perfect, right? So it's got all the tropes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's a formula. Yeah, it's a formula. It's yeah. a winning formula, though. It never goes wrong. Yeah. So I was pleased to find that that's what the formula was. I was like, oh, this movie. Yeah. I love this movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Strictly Ballroom is a 1992 Australian romantic comedy film directed and co-written by Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann? Now I'm thinking Baz too hard Luhrmann? about how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's his his feature directorial debut. Ooh. So it's his first film. Um, and it struggled to get made. Like if you look at, I just read Wikipedia because that's where you find the most Same. information. You look about the like the long story, the things. So it started off as a play when he was at NIDA, which is the National Institute, <laughs> the National Institute of Dramatic Arts, which is in Sydney. It's like the big prestigious fine arts because mm. 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 we have a different system to the US <laughs> <laughs> universities. Um it's yeah, it's the big, it's the big one over there. And so he was there and he wrote this play and it went, it kind of went all over the place and did really well. And then someone saw it and was like, I want to make it into a film. And they're like, cool. And then, and then it was a long, long, like a lot of years finding funding, getting funding. He's an unknown director, not very many big names. Biggest name would be Bill Hunter, which is, uh, who's an Australian actor. I don't know if you even recognized anyone, Lindsay, from the film. Honestly, not really. Like it was like I think it's I think it's cool that these are like that we're gonna try and collaborate in all three of these movies because it's mm. like an Australian <laughs> thing that uh, that mm. I don't know a ton about. Like that this whole yeah. like sort of over around it. Um, but I didn't recognize anybody. I don't know who anybody mm. is or what anything is. I was like completely brand new to the concept of this movie and like everything to do yeah. with it. So I have no nostalgia for it. So I want to hear about like your guys like yeah like yeah, life it's... with this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I recognized almost everyone. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy looks familiar in this film. to like, me. <laughs> yeah, Bill Hunter's the big one. Um, yeah. We will go through. We will go through them. But I wanted just in a uh, a little homage to behind the timeline. I wanted to have a little because you guys have a segment of like what's going on in the world. Yeah, which yeah. I didn't prepare for the crossover, but I can pull up. Uh, no, I've got I've got the Wikipedia page. Nineteen ninety two in Australia. Excellent. So, oh, fun. That's such a yeah. fun twist. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. So Come the queen, the born. queen was uh, Elizabeth II. Our prime minister was Paul Keating. Which <laughs> 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 probably don't even recognize. You know, you know that you know Queen Lizzie, but not anyone else. All of our probably not anyone else. Yeah. Oh, oh. George H. W. Bush becomes the first president of the United States to address the Australian Parliament. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, we connected. Yeah, (laughs) that was a thing. Uh, This was the year that Queen Elizabeth II visited Australia Mm. because it was her one of her jubilees, Mm. Um, and that was when our Prime Minister Paul Keating put his hand on her back. It was a big scandal. Yeah, broke protocol. That was one of the (laughs) biggest things that happened in Australia in 1992. Um, (laughs) Something. Something that's a bit is a low point is that the Prime Minister announces the end. Oh, no, this is a high point. He announces the end of the ban preventing homosexual men and women from serving in the Australian Defence Force. 
1992. Yeah, so that's good. Mm. <laughs> good that that actually happens. Um, the third series of the British children's television series, Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends, gets its official launch in Australia, starting off being released on home video prior to transmitting on Australian television uh, on 15th of February. Okay, that is a vital point of our childhood. Is <laughs> Thomas, yeah, Thomas the Tank the Engine. Tank. <laughs> iconic. <laughs> mm. Yeah, iconic. Um, Tim Winton's novel Cloud Street wins the Miles Franklin Award. I don't think I've actually read Cloud Street. Mm. I haven't, but everyone in Australia knows about Cloud Street. Yeah, it's it's, like a, a it's amazing. <laughs> Lindsay's like, eh. yeah, it's a <laughs> key Australian thing. <laughs> that sounds like a fun book. Mm. Um, also, the ABC debuts children's TV series Bananas in Pajamas. Oh my god! <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, I think that got exported. Yeah, in the world. It's oh, classic. Yeah. Bananas in pajamas. Um, Peter Allen died. Peter Allen. Baby when my baby. Me. Yes. When yes, my yes, baby yes, smells yes. me. <laughs> I knew the name, but not yeah. who he was. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Lindy Chamberlain receives compensation for wrongful wrongful conviction oh. on murder charges. Do you know who Lindy Chamber, Chamber, Chamberlain is? That's a big no. one. You would. She's the, la- she's the lady who uh, didn't uh, go ate her baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> And she got yeah, off. Yeah, because it turns out. <laughs> well, she got convicted. She got wrongly convicted. Um, oh, because it was a, a dingo? Woman. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the <laughs> cultural <laughs> thing that went across is a yeah. dingo ate my baby, but none of none of the um, yeah. resultant, like, re- realisation that probably yes. <laughs> I want to say that dingo ate my baby is the name of oz from buffy the vampire slayers band and if that's not correct then i just had a stroke but i think that that is the name of oz's band in buffy the vampire slayer Uh, and i'm looking i don't know because i didn't watch much past the first season i don't think yeah but it was it's similar to you know how there was the lady who went through the mcdonald's drive-thru and bought the coffee and then burned herself and then was Mm. kind of slandered Yes. And in like a slander campaign, it's like I, I kind of liken it to that. It's very similar. So it's like, oh, Dingo ate my baby. It was mm. just like a joke. Yes. But it was and like a real thing that happened. And... So much that she should never have yeah. been put through in the first yeah. place. <laughs> it's really yeah. awful. Confirmed, yeah. however, that that is the name of Oz. Amazing. <laughs> the stuff that just shows up in your brain, like that. that's what I associate that with. I have no idea what the actual story is. I'm like, but in Buffy, though, the band. For sure was called that. Yeah. So yeah, that totally permeated over because that would have been right around the same time. Like that that in Buffy mm. would have been coming out like within the five years of that happening. So that's all right. Okay. Um so strictly boring, what we're talking about. So this film, like when I turned it on, the first thing I thought I saw There's like this flash like, when moment. It, like, kind of winds up with the blue uh, Geneva. It's like, na, 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 na. I love how it all winds up. And like as soon as I heard the music, I was like I'm like almost mm. like half a scene ahead in my mind. I'm like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I can't wait to see them all yeah. with their beautiful dresses. And Paul Mercurio, so <laughs> young and such a nice <laughs> Oh, I loved it. those pants and the way they go when he, he dances. And the boring pants, yeah. Yeah, his little tight pants, yeah. I like how <laughs> at no point in the film for any reason does he stop sweating. <laughs> Like he is. Oh, yeah. the, that's something that the, all the all the mm. men are quite sweaty, <laughs> glistening in every scene. Yeah, I'm like it's like, all a bitch, of them. Huh? Like it's got it's Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is. They had to like in the process of getting funding. There was a lot of studios that were like, 
we'll take the film, but you need to have a different director. You can't have this unknown guy. And props to the producers who were trying to produce it. They mm. were like, no, we need Baz because um, I don't think no. it wouldn't have been mm. what it is without Baz. He's very, he's got his own very particular style. Um, and then this film is what kind of launched that style. And then we got Romeo plus Juliet and Moulin Rouge and Australia and I haven't seen mm. Elvis yet. I have to watch that. It's on my list. Did he make Elvis, the the one that just came out? Yeah. Wild. Okay, so, so this is stuff like, I yeah. don't know. I'm like, when oh, you get I to the Elvis that... movie, calls back. Wow. That's really cool. Which I haven't seen it. It's fun to learn about this guy as like a new, like a director that I yeah. don't know who has this like yeah, whole that's so, thing. It's so funny. I think because because he was so successful, he's mm. like one of our guys. So we're yeah. like Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. So every time he like is doing something big in Hollywood, it's like yeah, yeah. it's like huge. He's our guy. And so he goes out and beats of... Wolverine, and we're like that oh, yeah. boy, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he's doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. Hugh and Baz and together and in one. Oh. <laughs> That's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Paul Paul Mercurio, um, he mm. is a dancer, basically. So, um, and this was his first his acting debut, and he's gone on to do a bunch of stuff, and he became. So he's kind of a TV personality now. Um, so he was a judge on mm. uh, Dancing with the Stars. Which you guys have over there, don't you? That's yeah. sort of all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's one that, that is permeates all cultures yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got their version. And and I think the UK version is called Strictly Come Dancing. It is and an, that is so it's a reference. People, so many people in my life who I've told that I was doing this with you guys and they were like, Wait, like ah! the reality show? And I'm like, No, 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 no. Because even in even this in America we first. know strictly as the dancing show. Like yeah, yeah absolutely. And it, it's it's a it's a reference mm. to the film. Like it's kind of the ballroom that, film. I thought it must be. Yeah. And I was like, I'm understanding yeah. things about the world. Like today I learned. Like I was yeah. this, I was yeah. today yeah. days like, old. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah, yeah, that's why. We need to get one of those murder boards up with the um red yarn, <laughs> like all the connections yes. that yes. happens in society yeah, in based culture. around this one film. <laughs> and and they're all gonna be like the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything comes back to the Simpsons. <laughs> There's <laughs> this big conspiracy that is The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Paul Mercury, he's awesome. So And he went on like I, his latest thing, but I think probably like a, like a decade ago now, he went on a foodie tour. He had like a, um, his own TV show where he like toured around I think towns in Australia and like learnt like their food culture stuff. Um and his physique matched his <laughs> profession. Um, <laughs> yeah, was a dancer. Mm. <laughs> as soon as he progressed to like judge mm. and food critic. <laughs> yeah, but like it, it's sweet fine. though. Yeah, he seems like a real good guy, and I think there's talk that he he only did a couple of seasons of um, Dancing with the Stars because he's too nice, and they need the mm. like. Mm mean judge mm-hmm. which for us was Todd McKenney who you probably don't know at all because we haven't exported him no um, I don't think so did you guys did you Caitlin and Helen did you catch Todd McKenney um, in this film it's a, I know his name but he, I can't think it, of who he is he so Todd McKenney was yes. you know Tina Sparkle yeah and he's uh, the guy Nathan that, someone oh. he's the guy who was retiring 
So that's he's out what there. I thought. But then yeah. I was like, but his hair is so different. So young. Yeah, so yeah. young. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, um, he was Nathan, someone who was retiring, and then Tina Sparkle, who is Sonia Kruger. Sonia Kruger. Who's a television personality here. She's mm-hmm. very tall. She's gorgeous. Everyone's like, oh, Sonia Kruger. She's got such mm-hmm. long legs and she's beautiful. I think her um, name I've heard. You know, it's funny because, like, it, despite having no idea who most of the people you mentioned are, I should have some more, at least slightly more knowledge because we used to get, like, Australian neighbors and, like, uh, oh, different yeah. Australian Everyone's been on neighbors. Like, in the UK, though. Like, when I lived in Scotland. Like, we would yes. have, like, we had, like, more. We're like, big I in the UK. exposure. <laughs> Than like mm. if like Scott would have if he was here, right? For instance, like yeah. just someone who was like always lived in the states. Like I should hypothetically know a little bit more, but so her name rings probably, a bell. But yeah, she would have been on Neighbors, I think. Um, but she does a lot of like she hosts the Logies, mm. uh, like award TV mm. shows. Oh, she's a celebrity. Okay. Celebrity, she's like one of those celebrity mm-hmm. sure. people. Well, and those um, are the types of people who would show up on like the quiz shows in mm. the UK. And then yeah. I would see those on the BBC, right? So, like, yeah, I, probably uh, yeah. my inability to know names will work against me, but there probably is more connective tissue of stuff that I know. Yeah. And but, you'd probably, like, like, look at her IMDb and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I would have seen her in all these things. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a lot of Australian like, even... comedians and stuff who would come over and do stuff in the UK. Yeah, because <laughs> we're big over there. We're popular because of Neighbours and Home and right, Away. Exactly. You, you uh, probably yeah. know Tara Morris because she's one of those ones that pop in and out of, like, weird things. Tara Just, Morris. Like, she, she was Fran. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fran. Tara, yeah, I don't. Tara Morris is I don't <laughs> recognise her from anything. Oh, I see. She's in the. I've yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, like, she's. I didn't see her again. Yeah, but she's. Uh, I recognized her, and I was like, "Where is she from?" She's she pops in and out of mm. like those weird miniseries that are just like three episodes long, or she's got like a bit part in something. She was in uh, Dance yeah. Academy, Erin, which you recently mm. watched and cried about. Yeah, um, a lot of these uh, actors like, work. Yeah, she's in so They're many like things. Working she's actors, one of those, which is um, yeah, like a typical working actor rather than like a big Hollywood actor. Like they're all kind of they work mm. regularly, but they're not like huge. They're on Law and Orders, like six yeah. different people. Yeah. So um, remember the bit where um, the where she the girl is the partner is angrily storming out, and then he slides over the table and dances with her. And I was so I was like, oh, I'm in love. I, Look at oh, him. the tango bit. Yeah. Oh, if someone danced at me like that, I'd be in love. Oh, yeah. I did. I and did. I like, I wish so did that to me. much appreciate like the like yeah. opening like scene with like the flashes of what you can see the ballroom people getting ready and yes. that ridiculous hair just like hard as a rock like that fringe thing the that, no yeah. something about mary yeah, no, yeah. the fringe thing <laughs> like a wave it's beautiful and the, the styles kind of remind me of Kath and Kim, <gasps> just the blonde hair with all the makeup and the yes oh. i think i think that's what so um um, Pat Thompson played Shirley Hastings, who's mm. Scott's mother, um, and I think she passed away before the film premiered. It was one of those really sad things. Um, but I'm like, I've seen her in so much stuff. But when I look at her stuff, I'm like, I think, I think I'm conflating her it's with the Kathy way she Kim. looks. Yeah, is Kath think- the mum? Yeah, yeah, Kim's the because Kath goes Kimmy, 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 Kimmy. 
Lindsay knows Catherine Kim. You know, yeah, that I know Catherine Kim. That I like. Yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> that I can picture it, but I'm like, as you guys in, imitate it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was surprised yeah. how much this did make me laugh, like right from the beginning, because I didn't know what to expect. Mm, yeah. I didn't watch a trailer. I've never seen the movie, and I was like, let's let's go. Let's see what this is. I have no idea. Did you love how like straight away the drama is like? He dances. He throw it yes, all away. He dances. Where did I go wrong? It's just well, it, it's like pitch perfect, <laughs> right? Or it, this yeah. formula is fucking mm. winning. Like I, mm. I absolutely loved how serious they were and just like the way that they're just flipping out. And I liked the yes. documentary yes. intro to this too. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, wrong as a mother. It's so like, Scott's year. There's such a thing as a ballroom dancing competition. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, dramatic. What does it do? They're like because it's like <laughs> sort of laid out. They're talking about this awful thing, and you're watching the thing, and you're like, "What's wrong? What's going to happen? What is the terrible thing that's going to happen?" And then it's like, "He's <laughs> dancing. Steps. <laughs> 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 My pearls are right. That's all. <laughs> Um, and I, I really liked how, like, you first see Fran and she's like, I really yeah. like the steps. I thought they should have won. And then straight away it cuts to, like, Liz storming out and she's like, hi, Liz, I think you should have won. Yeah. <laughs> and it knocks her over. Um, also, I think it's really clever because it sets up um, the world. Mm. So mm. the world of this movie is not the real world. Right. It's a slightly heightened, slightly to the left Things can happen. Things like Liz saying, I wish what's her name would break both her legs. <laughs> and, and then it just happens. Yeah. And then so, and then it happens. And you're like, Yeah, okay. Yeah, I believe then, it. I buy into this whole yeah, premise. Now. And that means that at the end, which is kind of ridiculous, like just skipping straight to the end, when they're like, they just plug the music in so they can dance and there's all this stuff and you're kind of like, I'm not really quite sure why this is important, what's going on, and then they dance and then they finish and then everyone comes on the dance floor and happy ever after and you're kind of like, well, who won? And yeah, they don't tell you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Wait, who won? Because in the world of this movie, the it is an extreme important thing. They need to win this competition. The Pan Pacific <laughs> Amateur Ballroom Competition. Yeah, yes, to lose dance it. championship, Erin. It's the yeah. Pan Pacific Grand, sorry, Pan Pacific Grand Prix Amateur Dancing Championship. <laughs> ah! um, I practiced that a lot and I still biffed it. Um, yeah. The point is the, it's a dan- they, the parents own the dance school and they wanted to win the championship so that they would get publicity for their dance school and therefore earn money and, like, be able to survive. And they didn't. And it has hung over them for the entire rest of life, but they've got this new option and it's their son and he's amazing, but he's just dancing his own steps. That's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> they're not ballroom, but, at the but they're end, not strictly ballroom. That's what this means, right? They're not strictly ballroom yeah. steps, yeah. Um, yeah. But the point is at the end they're enjoying the dancing. People are more likely yeah. to do something that they enjoy, so they probably did get more mm-hmm. um, business mm-hmm. out of it. So, like, it does work, yeah. even if you, like, look at it from a logical <laughs> level. But, like... I just I I remember being in dance school and the dramas just being like obnoxious, like the community. It's yeah, the, like, it's the world, and it's the same in any yeah. kind of hobby. I think any little yeah. community. It's extreme within the hobby, but as soon as you take a step back, you're like, it's <laughs> not as bad as you think, guys. Okay, no, like that yeah. exactly encompasses why this formula works. Yeah. That satire. Yes. That. Mm, like yeah. really fun opportunity for satire is why this works. Yeah. Of like you yeah. step yes. back and it's like, what the fuck? And it's, it's, there's even other examples of it, like uh, Blades of Fury 
arguably. Yes. Or, um, yes. or, or Talladega Nights, arguably. These like yeah. niche things mm-hmm. are like, this is the community that we're in. And this is the most serious fucking thing that you've ever seen in your life. And you know what started it? The Karate Kid, my favorite movie from the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's uh, this oh, formula yeah. works. Like, because it, so few people are like actually entrenched in these really niche things. Uh, and yeah. It's incredible to like just make it the end all be all of your life. Yeah. And I'm like, I really yeah. don't know what the stakes of that competition were. I'm not sure the movie made that super clear to me of like, except that they. Yeah, but it, it didn't matter. It's yeah. the community. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's what everyone It was wants. so important in the community. And everyone's got all these opinions about the thing before it happens. And then it happens. And it's like, okay, on to the next thing. <laughs> um, but this is like also a, a thing with Australian cinema that you don't necessarily get outside of Australian movies, like there's a total vibe. Um, the castle has it. It's this tiny little piece of, of a world where you get introduced to someone in the middle of something. And Have you seen the castle, Lindsay? Oh, oh my God. I recommend. <sighs> We're going to Barney Dune. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> I'm going to have to get a list going. <laughs> Straight yeah, to the castle. Man's home is his castle. Exactly. Uh, They're extending the airport and they want to buy his street property. His extreme drama is this is his home and he loves it and this is where his family have lived Mm. and he loves it. Pool rooms, and he's so proud of these tiny little things that other people are just like, whatever, throw it out, who cares? (laughs) But he's proud of it, and that's the point: is that Mm. it's got Eric Banner in it. It's got Eric Banner in it. Um, Young Eric Banner. Tell him he's dreaming, right? But like this (laughs) is the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same thing with Strictly Ballroom. It's really really important to the people in the thing and you buy straight into it because mm-hmm. they just present it to you but mm-hmm. they don't ever tell you what it is they they it's just there it's um what was the recent one with what's his face about the sheep up out at um, mount barker oh rams rams that is That's a great a remake australian of a danish film. film yeah but it's a great australian film it's got all the australian vibes where they they don't necessarily tell you about specific world things around it they just sort of go Hmm. this is a person this is the life that they're living and this is the extreme drama that they're facing themselves and then they leave you and it's Mm -hmm. like you've just turned a page in a book and you moved on to the next thing it's great I love it so much I love Australian cinema (laughs) yeah but I I know what you mean with the like that style of filmmaking like I think Wes Anderson Mm. does sort of a similar thing of like where you're just contained Mm. in their world right and yes whatever else it is but Wes Anderson is a fantastic version of that world Baz Luhrmann and like quintessential Australian theater is Mm. a just slightly more dramatic version which is like all of that anxiety and stress that you feel in your day-to-day life it's not important it never is important. Yeah. But in the moment, you're like, it's the worst thing in the world. But it's important to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like your yeah. like, journey. Yeah. So and I love it. I'm excited to see the next two films in this, too, because like, cause I have seen those, right? I have seen Romeo and yeah. Juliet and I have seen Moulin Rouge. And when I was like doing my little like Wikipedia research for this, right? It's like that these three films make up. Like they're not connected in plot, but they're connected in theme that they explore, theme. like mm. dance. Yeah. So this one's song, dance, Mulan poetry, song, and then uh, yeah. and poetry. I think. Po- yeah, poetry and like prose, prose. written word. So yeah. that's yeah. super cool. Like I'm excited to watch all yeah. three of these. With yeah, that I'm in excited mind. to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch them like critically. Yeah, and, mm. and like see the kind of progression. Yeah, yeah, because they were, I think, 
because 1992, I was what, like five years old. Helen wasn't even born. Nope. So I existed, Strictly Ballroom as a kid um, was on TV all the time. Mm. And I've only seen Romeo Plus Juliet once. I haven't um, seen it at all. Probably once because or twice. Because I was like, oh, it, yeah, like, but Moulin Rouge was a big one yeah. that I went to the cinema and, mm-hmm. and was assaulted. Like, I felt, like, I was just so overwhelmed that first scene. You're like, what is going on? Um, and that was the one that was, like, really part of, like, my, my growing up. Really? But then they were always, I don't remember them being individual. Like, they were always presented as the trilogy. And they all start with the, like, red curtain opening. Yeah. And so I always knew that they were they went together. Like it was... I didn't think I knew. I remember. I think I actually saw Strictly Ballroom at school, and that's why I watched it at home oh, yeah. again. <laughs> this vague yeah. memory. I it's saw it somewhere. I realized that oh, I love ballroom stuff. Yeah, and watched it again. And yeah. I was like, yay! Yeah, yeah. It's I love the I love the dancing in this. Yes, I very much enjoyed the choreography. I yeah, oh, yeah. love. The dancing and the outfits and the and I'm like that <laughs> yes. was really oh, yeah yeah Paul Mercurio did the most of the choreography mm-hmm. so he's a choreographer and then the Spanish stuff so oh, yeah. ripped dad who has a nice butt also um, <laughs> he did the like he's a flamenco dancer so he did all the flamenco stuff and yeah, yeah I love the little bolero jacket and yeah. the like, tight pants You're like that was really um, cool and I- it surprised me I didn't expect to to get that in this movie <laughs> in, yeah. this, in my Australian oh, the, the movie the one scene that this. sticks out to me is the grandma pat you know doing the yeah, chest the, the rhythm chest. and feel the rhythm the rhythm ba-bum, yeah, ba-bum, yeah. Ba-bum, yeah. Ba-bum, and that's the <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of nice. Something I noticed this time was that, like, he, so Scott Hastings, like, the character, he's, like, the women are always commenting, like, grandma taking, like, unbuttoning his shirt and going, like, like, he's sexy. There's all those kind of, like, comments about the men. Mm. And and you can see their butt shaking (laughs) and, like, like, it's highlighting the, like, sexiness of men and like their butts and their outfits and then you have all of these so especially in boring especially when they start to do the latin stuff and they're wearing fruit like those costumes they are stuck on with hollywood tape Mm. like they are just they are the tiniest possible strips Mm. of fabric that you can find to expose as much skin as possible they've all got their fake tans and they're like makeup and stuff Mm. but none of the women are really sexualized in the way it's filmed you know That's that they're really pretty. A- There's the pretty ones and the less pretty ones, but it's not so much like, oh, look at her shape. Look at it's like, just the like, bright colors and the tassels. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and it's, look at it, well. it's it feels like a film shot for the female gaze, not for the male yeah. gaze. That's which what is I was going to say. For something yeah, from exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. watching it's it. Not something that happened in the early nineties. No. Like, like, when Helen- I first saw the guy, I was like, oh, I remember being really attracted to this guy. And I can't remember why. And then he started dancing. I was like, oh, that's why. (laughs) With his hair, he's got like the the, 90s haircut. (laughs) Titanic, Um, same thing a little bit, right? And wild that like both movies made by men, but five years apart. But like, yeah, it is it is wild to see the female gaze. But Titanic totally did yeah. the same thing with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, like yeah, Kate Winslet got nominated for an Oscar, and everyone sexualized Leo. So there was a different. Yeah, like, yeah. it's wild. It's yeah. the other way around to what it usually is, which is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. but then that's why these films get labeled as like romantic comedies mm, for girls because they're for, or women. for women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's like, yeah, but they're still really good movies. Like mm-hmm. I had forgotten. 
Like I, I did rewatch Titanic when you did your episode, Lindsay, and I was like, oh yes, it's a three-hour movie, and it took me a while to like go like commit to actually yeah. watching it. But then as soon as I put it on, I was like, this like, movie is fucking excellent. The second it's on yeah. your screen, right? I felt the exact same yeah. way. I was like, all right, we're doing this. Like we had a request for that movie, and I was excited to see it, and I like Titanic. But I was like, mm. all right, I gotta sit down for three hours. Like that's the thing, right? Yeah. And then you put yeah. it on, and it's like it's a bit of a chore. James Cameron, you motherfucking genius! And I feel the same. Yeah. The Avatar sequel, yeah. which I'm obsessed with, and I didn't even go see it in theater. Oh, I haven't seen that. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen it because that I was like, who fucking asked for <sighs> it? Nobody. And then I watched it when it came yeah. out on the streaming services, and I have seen it. I would not shit you, ladies, like ten times. Like wow. I loved yeah. it. Wow. <laughs> like, how did you how did you access Strictly Ballroom? Where did you find it to watch it? Oh on uh something called Tubi. I don't so know if you guys get it. Uh, yeah. Pirating. Mm. It's not yeah. pirating. Mm. It's a, it's like an app that's on the Apple TV it's Plus. A like it's a it's but it's oh, okay. also not a service. It's free. And there's ads. Uh, yeah. And there's random ass movies on it so i had it for free with ads on on yeah. tubi so we occasionally we do find yeah. that stuff is available on tubi and it kind of blows our minds like weird old stuff yeah is there. so for for us it's on apple tv plus um no abc or is abc iview so mm-hmm. our australian broadcasting corporation which is our version of the bbc mm-hmm. so it's on their streaming app for free which i suppose is kind of i guess if it's on the apple there must be some licensing thing. Yeah, there must that, be. I get kind ads of associated with Apple. now and then. So yeah, I knew that to check that was it out. See yeah. if we can find stuff. <laughs> it's a solid app to things. have on the Apple TV. Like it's there's randomly you will find movies you can watch on there that you would just like mm. not expect. Um, a lot of the older stuff that we've covered, we found on Tubi. Randomly, yeah, it's hard to find Tubi, some old stuff. Tubi sometimes. gives me the SBS vibe, Erin. You know, like uh, yeah. SBS. SBS is our international film sort of broadcasting network and oh. they have a lot of like, international films so, that's so much all the Ghibli all films the, from SBS all the Ghibli Ghibli films. Films. Yeah. like the the weird Swedish versions of all of the Hans Christian um fairy tales yeah, yeah. all all of yeah. the movies that mum was like you cannot watch this it has to be on after like 11 o'clock on like regular mm. tv but on <laughs> SBS it's like 9 30 <laughs> and dad didn't realize what we were watching <laughs> dad watched all those yeah, like the big kung fu movies with all the explosions yeah. and the cool yeah. things <laughs> and the bad yeah. dogs <laughs> they're really so, bad yeah. yeah I like yeah. I don't think the rest of the world quite realizes how multicultural Australia is because <laughs> we're just mm. like Homo- and that's a, that's one of the themes in this film. Yeah, how's that segue? Yeah, that, yeah, I like that. yeah. Ten out of ten. So, so the ballroom world, and it's something I really noticed. It's like the, all these all these white dudes are like holding positions of power in the in the um, ballroom world, which is a very white lower middle class um, group. <laughs> and I like how you see like the dancers' jobs. Mm, like, like one of pool them, salesmen. <laughs> yeah, they have those like retail kind of jobs. I love Scott's mum with her makeup. Mm. <laughs> like Fran comes in, she's like, "Oh, Fran, did you run out of that that apricot scrub?" I'm like, "Oh my god, apricot scrub!" Because <laughs> we had so apricot scrub. Oh, yeah. Oh, we all had yeah, apricot, apricot scrub. That's yeah. That's apricot scrub is the. <laughs> But yeah. like it, it was mum's friend brought the box over and she folded it out and we got to look mm. at all the things the and we always got oh, the apricot. Yeah, yeah. the MLM. It's like she's she's in an MLM. She totally is in Scott's an MLM. Mom. It's yeah. a side hustle <laughs> MLM to keep the dance studio going. Um, yeah, 
so that's the that's that group. But then you also have the Spanish migrants. So mm-hmm. Fran and her family are the mm-hmm. Spanish migrants. And then there's like that little bit of so when Scott comes and does that ridiculous Paso Doble, it's it's the kind of whitewashed, culturally appropriated version of like a mm-hmm. yeah. A I don't dad, really like understand this, but look at me. I'm being real sexy because I'm Spanish yeah. now. Yeah. And they laugh at him and they're like, we're going to show you the real way to do it. And I have a Spanish friend and she sometimes comes oh, when, yeah. I, when I'm dancing and I do a dance concert and there's like Spanish, like flamenco dancers. She's like, oh, my God, it brought me back to my childhood. Like, because at parties and stuff, there's always people playing the guitar and like stomping around, dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, so much part of their like culture and the way they interact and socialize i was Um, i wouldn't even stand up at a bar i was at in uh, colombia and i was with some of my friends who are colombian and i was like they're like come on let's dance and i'm like you're kidding me if you think that i can like these people are just like random whoever locals who've had a couple of beers mm. at this like random dive bar in Cartagena like I'm not and they are like the greatest dancers I have ever seen in my life and I cannot mm. stand in this establishment I'll be sitting such that no one should expect yeah. me to try to be able to do any of this because I'm not a dancer yeah. and it's like they're incredible it's like amazing yeah and it's not performative it's like yeah they're just jamming and every, yeah. it's, but it's such a cool a thing time. about that culture that yeah. it's just like it's like literally it was some random dive bar but everybody's dancing mm. and it's just something that they do yeah. and it's like that's, the best yeah it's how it how it goes yeah so that kind of yeah in this film they kind of intersect those kind of cultures and scott kind of learns more and that's part of his like artistic mm like expression he's trying to find he likes he wants the new steps he wants to do something different he wants oh, to branch out he's bored I with love all this ones. direction mm-hmm. as well because he is furious straight away he is white man angry yeah. i've been told that i'm doing something wrong and <laughs> they're like ha, ha ha you're you're silly let me show you and he is at the same time he's angry that they've said you're wrong let me show you and he's like I need this information so like yeah. you can see both know, of that like, happening what did you think of my steps yeah. and they're all like what are you even asking like, like, I, don't, yeah. I don't know I don't care <laughs> they don't exist yeah and he, he's <laughs> at 11 and they're like the normal viewer going like dude it's just a dance and then it was, what <laughs> yeah. was that the dad say can I borrow your ear a tick <laughs> No, yeah, he's getting yeah, shut yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, dad. Yeah, his dad's so sweet. <laughs> and so dorky and I love him. I love it when he's <laughs> yeah. dancing with Fran and then goes up to the roof because dad came out and dad does his dancing and his goofy little He's having fun at the same time that they're te- he's teaching Fran and it was like, And I love... I love the reveal of like he was the like really sexy dancer of his day. He's the one in the photo. Yeah. And he, he was Scott. And he's such a dork. Mm. He is <laughs> a dork. So yeah. And all the all the speaking of when they go to the roof, all mm. the Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah. place. Okay, okay. Is that is the one thing I knew from this movie. That yeah, I feel like I've Coca-Cola seen them thing. dancing in front mm. of the Coke sign. <laughs> that's they, all the that's all of the um promo material mm. Mm. it is that rung a massive photo. bell like i have clearly seen some kind of promo for this before or yeah. i have seen mm-hmm. some, Aaron, like, did you find any information about whether or not coca-cola sponsored them and that was why i don't know like it didn't say anything in the wikipedia yeah but but they like, might have. yeah, because it's it's so prominent and it's yeah. so obvious. And they come off like at one of the competitions, they come off the dance floor and they get and a refreshing two cans yeah. of coke, <laughs> and they're like, it's definitely pose. So you can see the um, 
Yeah, the they branding. must have had like a branding thing with them. This is it's very different out normal conversations to this one where like normally Aaron's like this is what the the background is and this is what happened in the movie whereas we're just like ah! <laughs> yeah I didn't want to do a recap we, I wanted to talk a little more about the theme yeah because we're also and... like telling Lindsay about like what oh, it is that we take away from it and like sh- mm. sharing with like like the dance in the in the movie um, well, which I think is fun though and I think that's a cool thing for our collaboration because we are doing these Australian films of like what do, what do these things yeah. mean to you guys because I think that's really interesting like it's 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 always like interested me how different the cultures are between Australia New mm. Zealand and sort of Britain in the U.S. say right if we yeah. clump those yeah. two together, easy, there's so much. Yeah, that's it's easy to kind of go. It's all we're all kind of there's, yeah. colonial. Well, there's, yeah, Western, we all like, kind of are English speaking, pretty so different mm, yeah. first worldy places. South Africa, to an extent, sometimes gets looped in there. Like, but the, it's mm. so 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 different, and people really underestimate mm. um, how much is going on in Australia that nobody else knows about. And like mm. I. So I always find that interesting because I'm aware of that. I just don't know all the details mm. of all of it, but I'm very aware of it. Like there's a whole yeah. thing going on over there that we don't know about. But but yeah, yeah. I thought I thought this movie was awesome. The, so one thing that I noticed in it, if we're talking about themes, is the generational trauma. I was yes. really struck oh, yeah. by that the whole way through. Of mm-hmm. like, like you said, it's like this little microcosm community. And it, there's like so much pressure from the parents on him to like do the yes, steps. Trained right. him since he was six years old. Since he was pushed six. him into this life. Yeah, and the expectations of the parents, yeah. like it's like let him live his own life. Mm. Like, well, then she starts like really fucking with him, right? Like, yeah, mm. they're so mean to like, fr- and it's um, Barry. Who's the president? Oh, the, the Barry guy, yeah. Barry Fife, yeah, yeah Barry Bill Fife, Hunter. Yeah. Bill Hunter was the so he plays the president Barry Fife. He's the he was the big name mm. of the film. He was like the famous person. He's been in everything. Um, <laughs> I recognized him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's manipulating the circumstances. So it's him that convinced um, the parents. Dad, Scott's dad, not mm. to no. He like told Shirley, like he told Shirley them decided things. to dance he told them with all different things. The, yeah, so yeah. that he would win yeah. that year. Yeah. And he's the one. He's the kind of head honcho that wants to keep the status quo. It's that very. But he uh, has to he because to he's committed it to it. it is. He's so mm. committed to it because he only makes money off those stupid videos that he sells. Yeah, <laughs> and he only sells them at the grand. Uh, hang on, Pan Pacific Grand Prix Amateur Dance Championship. <laughs> now he sold them at the Waratah, the local Waratah. But the Waratah Championship. The Waratah was this is like the a way you have to dance at these competitions. You, yeah, if you win the Waratah, yeah. you can go to the thing. You have to have like points and stuff. There was like a whole. Yeah. There was a whole it's like a circuit. nonsense circuit thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like any of those like underdog um, sports movies where there's like this is the stakes they are way higher than they need to be yeah. mm-hmm. here's they a montage one they gotta lose one and then, one they, and then come back yeah. fighting again and then they gotta learn mm-hmm. the power of friendship I'm um you, i was mm-hmm. immediately hooked on this <laughs> yeah. movie here for it when i realized this it's was the formula so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah you cannot yeah. do wrong by it it's amazing Mm. And then we, there's also the um, take the girl's glasses off since she's pretty. Yeah, I, I was thought say that, that she progressively got even prettier after her glasses came off. She like, did, because the she very had, first thing she had all that yes. acne and stuff. She doesn't have the, and it's kind of almost set up. So 
the first shot of her, she's like blotchy and mm. awkward. She just the big glasses got that, that T-shirt like that does nothing for her. Um, yeah. And and then she comes to the dance studio for her class, and that's where Scott's mum says, "Oh, honey, like, have you run out of that apricot scrub? Like being like your complexion is bad." She's like, "It's okay, I've I've got you sorted." Mm. And then it's like she's using that apricot scrub. So and that's what's causing that better. problem. Yeah. And also so I kind of thought about up. it was like also like they're slowly falling in love and he's seeing her as she's learning to dance and getting better. That oh, he's seeing yeah. her as pretty prettier. Definitely that's happening too. But she's also more and more confident in herself yeah. because yes. she yeah. is a second generation immigrant who is in a situation where she wants to be um, seen as like normal and popular in the like the society that she grew up in, like high school girls. But and, like, they're all into dance and she's like, oh, they're so cool, I want to be into dance too. But she comes from this, like, lineage of amazing dance that's just different and no one yeah. respects her mm. abilities or her talent or mm. anything. She's just there in the background being, like, awkward and weird. Um, and as she gets more similar- confident in herself... She's also showing that externally too, which is like, there's so many themes. Yes. And she's similar to Scott as well because, yeah. like, she's obviously been brought up in this tradition of this style of dance mm. and she's kind of branching out because she wants to know what else there is. Like, yeah. I make so up my own like, steps too. Yeah, make her own style mm. and that's why I think she's so attracted to Scott. Yeah. Um, and then He's why he becomes fake. attracted to her. And, yeah. like, of course they have to kiss at the end. It's like, yeah. you're, gonna, you're like, well, they're going to fall in love, like, that's fine. They, they have great chemistry. I was super here playing for the every two time they dance. Yeah, yeah. And I, I appreciated like when you look at the ballroom girls, they've all got their false tans and they've got their makeup yeah. that's like mm. pink and like blue and bright, and they and they're sparkly and they're sharp and they're pointy, um, and they're very precise. Exactly how ballroom dancers are. It's like that kind of style. When Fran dances, Scott dances like that anyway, because that's just. That's how he's been brought up. But when Fran dances with him, she's not any of those things. She's not. Mm. She's not like the other girls. Yeah. <laughs> like she's in a she nice. She's more dress. natural. Yeah. She's she's looking at him because when, doesn't you, do, wear when the you dance ballroom, you your head, you turn your head to the left, and like if you watch like the waltzes and stuff, you're not looking at each other. You're, like away. The, you're literally <laughs> hanging back. Because that's like, the old prudish. You can't be that close to another. Yeah, <laughs> you're like belly buttons to are be, touching, you know. but your chests are like a, a foot apart. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, they're, they're like they're like bent right back. But yeah. but to your point about like them both being from that background. Right, like that they both come from mm. a dance background. Of course mm-hmm. they do, because in this movie everybody does. Just like in Karate Kid, everybody does karate. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. The, that's like the base yeah. standard of like, what does your life look like? Karate, and that like everybody's yeah. doing yeah. dance. Of course they are. <laughs> yeah, everyone dances, <laughs> and that's what the community's like. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but I do. And at the at the end, when she's in that beautiful Spanish yes. dress with the ruffles, and he's wearing the little up, like, sparkly and the way he goes jacket. to do you still want to dance with me and the grandma I pulled, I brought this just in case yeah. <laughs> and that and that I is love, a quick change considering yeah. what she had yeah, to get out yeah. of and what she had to get into <laughs> and yeah and that the thing's still going yeah I yeah. thought it was because he comes off in his tux which is hot in itself yeah. like mm. a nice tuxedo so he comes off in his tux from dancing with Liz and then he like runs around being chased by his dad and mm. then dad tells him the story and then they're calling him to come on for the Latin and I'm like, that wasn't enough time to get changed. Like, that wasn't <laughs> enough time for Liz to stick her 
sparkles her yellow thing to herself. I'm like, that's oh not no, that takes time. like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, that was really quick. But They've also, like condensed that mm-hmm. coming from a dance and theater background. It you can did, take 10 seconds. You you did come off the stage having done one thing and then you ran all the way around the back through the um, back yeah. hallways back on. and you just oh. went and all the clothes were off and and all the clothes were on and you were in a completely yeah. different set of makeup and you were back out again and then you and you stop right before people can see you and you go and you're like, I was never running Calmly at all. walk on. Yeah. yeah. It's a very theatrical thing, but I think mm. a ballroom competition is set up so you've got time to yeah. change. Like there's yeah. other categories going on. But I think they and were at the same time. The so they start then. dancing the Latin mm. dance. And then and he's not on the he, floor. Oh no, he is. He's not on the floor. So they've started the music. He goes out, finds Fran. They come in, they get changed. And then makes his entrance and they're still dancing. I'm like, how long do they dance for? Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't these dances only last like five minutes? But yeah. then it doesn't matter. It's all he about had to the, slide the in halfway yeah, through. I his love knees. that so much. And oh, and then Ed coming in to scream. I was surprised oh. by uh because I know nothing about this world um at mm. all. I didn't even realize this was like a thing. And I was surprised by how many people were dancing at the same time. Like the whole, like the instigating mm-hmm. sort of incident or the inciting incident of this. The boxing. They boxed, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. boxed in at the beginning. <laughs> Another dancer has forced him into a corner and I'm like, is and that? all the audience what? is watching going, ooh. It's like uh-huh. a And match. the comments from those <laughs> yeah. two little kids throughout the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They were go- just golden, those little kids. But I'd forgotten the content of the movie. I remember, like, all the, like, happy feelings. That yeah. Iconic bits. But, like, as soon as, like, they're dancing and they start getting boxed in, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was, I'd bought in before that point as well. I was just like, yes, this is it. This is the world. And, oh, my God, that, that bitch <laughs> boxing yeah. them in and they're not letting them out. <laughs> And he yeah. was drunk the whole time. And he was drunk the whole yeah. time. And he's getting more and more, like, depressed and angsty with himself. But his, like, partner who dropped What's-His-Face is like, are you drunk? And I'm like, oh, I swear I've heard people in real yeah, life the poor like girls, yeah. they yeah. have to, like, deal with him. They think it's such this great thing that they get to dance with Ken What's-His-Name. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck, he's... Just drunk. Yeah, but yeah, like, to drag him through. He's probably like was actually brilliant, but like he's he's realized that none of that world where he is like the god means anything in the real world, and so he's he like sells spas. He sells spas. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's got nothing if not for this dance thing. And obviously, mm. like, that's led him to the drink. And it's just like, but I love this popular. Like, yeah. that's why he's set up to win. That's why mm. um, Bill Hunter sets him up to win. It's because he's, like, the popular. But you so can also see the self-sabotage come. that he's doing to it because, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of this matters. And that's his one thing that he's good at. Mm. It's just mm. amazing. I just, I love this movie. There's so mm. many layers. Yeah. <laughs> They do all dance at once as well. I've been yep. to I've been to a boring competition. Yep. It was fun. You all go on. That's why you have your numbers. Yeah. Um. And the judges kind of stand around the outside, and they do. I think just play the music. It just or they have sometimes a band that will mm. play. Um. And once the judges have like gone around and seen everyone and scored them, then they're like, okay, that's the end. Yeah. Um, so you just got to keep going. Off. Yeah, uh, yeah the- so it's not a routine like a theatrical routine right. where you're like we do this and we do this. And we, like there is a lead and follow. Like, it's so not they've got a whole bunch skating. of steps that they've... Oh, there's yeah, that yeah. movie where the guy who 
he does Zorro, but he was te- he was in this thing and he taught the delinquent kids at the school to do ballroom oh, dancing. Antonio Banderas. Uh, yeah, Antonio yeah, Banderas. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just forget his name. That's He's a sick. great film yeah. as well. <laughs> What's it called? Oh, I can't remember. Oh god. It's a it's a it's he it's one of those I don't, can't remember how what the circumstances are, like, but it's one of those low income yeah, he was, US yeah. black kids schools. Yeah. And he and he and he he's goes like a to substitute detention. teacher or something. He was She's, a no, poor he's teacher teacher was not doing well, but and his bike got stolen and when he came to like oh, yeah. tell them like, he I'm said I want these kids. I want to teach them ballroom dancing so that they learn respect and so forth through this dancing. And they do. And they do. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good film too. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> Lizzie's like, I have so many things to watch now. I'm like, no, yeah. I think I have seen that, and I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, yeah I, that rings a bell. <laughs> I think I yeah. saw and the kids. One. The kids are not interested until Antonio Banderas brings his like, a partner, a woman that he knows. This girl from his class takes off amazing. her overcoat, and she's yeah. wearing. She's wearing this like sexy slinky thing, and they do a tango. Yeah, and, they're, and then the kids are like. Oh my god, Sexy she's girl. amazing! I've never seen anyone move like yeah. that. But they've also got that one white girl, girl who's a big dancer. Yeah, that's oh, hilarious. It's, it's yeah. Anyway, that's a tangent. Um, we're talking about we're talking this. about following that it's not choreographed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you have to keep the, going. The bogo pogo. Oh, the bogo pogo. <laughs> Just gotta work on the bogo bogo real quick. <laughs> that setup from the start, it's mm. really cleverly written because mm. that setup from the start that Wayne is like Scott, like you promised to help me with the bogo pogo from the very beginning, yeah. and then they like bring it up all the time, and mm. then and then um, Scott's a shit friend. Bill He's Hunter shows friend. them, but then they. They're trying to follow him, and that's how they like he's find got this. out. Oh, it's that it's on the ball rich. change. I've got to ask him. Yeah, yeah. So it's it sets it up from the very start that they have a reason to like expose the bad guy. Mm. I love their outfit at the yeah. end there with his poofy sleeves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like fruit, <laughs> the Carmen Miranda style. Mm-hmm. It was good. I had a good time. I had a good time with it. <laughs> I like that nobody wins. I really did because the whole thing through yeah. the movie was them saying you have to win. If you lose this thing, that everything's everything's it's over. Like we, it's you know the stakes are higher than anything. Mm. And then they mm. just like kind of end it like all movies made at like end of the eighties, start of the nineties. They just end. This is something we've noticed. Happily ever after. Happily right. ever yeah. after. Yeah, it's yeah. just and the movie mm. is over unceremoniously. We done. Like there's no little sort of epilogue and you feel or, like you feel happy. Yeah. You feel satisfied. Yeah. You're like, oh, oh it's over. That's so nice. Yeah, right? Like yeah. Yeah. there's going to be another ten or fifteen minutes of like wrap up, but it's just like and goodbye. Or like and in the like, credits, you'll get yeah. like a thing where the the newspaper clip or something in the background where it's yeah. Everyone. No, movies made in this that. era like just end. legally blonde. How they're like, yeah, so she graduated and she got to do this and this guy got to do that and this mm-hmm. guy and it's just like oh that's nice but like you didn't need that in this movie because they yeah. it's it's a full and complete story mm-hmm. on there's its own. a lot of um movies being set up for a sequel yeah even like even in a way that there doesn't have to be a sequel but they keep things open just in case because there's mm-hmm. the whole like we could make money off this mm-hmm. franchise and i think sometimes that's a bit detrimental mm-hmm. to the storytelling like sometimes yeah. it's good. Yeah, this is it's fun. It's a fun film. They do lots of dancing. I love. I always felt so awkward because I was an awkward person, and I got embarrassed, and I get secondhand embarrassment yeah. when when 
Fran first sees Scott dancing and he like finishes up against the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like, boom. I was always like so embarrassed for him that she saw. Mm. Like, and but I've kind of gotten over that. I was like, oh, that's so iconic. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like some together. They your were sweaty sweet. body against the mirror. Someone's going to be really upset about having to clean that. <laughs> I like I love that's what you took because when I was watching I was like he thinks he looks so so cool and he really doesn't but like <laughs> he does like he does He's yeah so but cool. he is so cool but he thinks he looks so much cooler like it's mm. like it's like that shot where he slides in and her leg just like appears on camera that is an amazing shot of film but it would look so stupid if you zoomed out a little bit with her <laughs> yeah. just walking up because like she had to like pose in a certain way to get the leg at that height um (laughs) and very few people can pull that off and look cool at the same time (laughs) yeah but it's such a dance thing like if you're a dancer Mm. your your eyes are glued to the mirror yeah and watch yourself Mm -hmm. yeah because otherwise you don't know what you're doing Mm. yeah and then but then it can also like ruin the lines as well so if you're always looking at yourself you can Mm. it doesn't look that great but it's like perfect for like what he was doing which is just mucking around yeah and I love when she first comes in and she's wearing her ballroom shoes with socks yeah (laughs) and like little toes are wiggling and it's like yeah she's adorable and then and she's wearing that like gigantic pink nighty (laughs) t-shirt snow size shirt Erin yeah, with leggings. It's like, oh, so they the had 90s. her dressed pretty ridiculously in the first act of the movie just because they yeah. were trying mm. to do the um frumpy. Yeah, what's what's the what's the American movie from the nineties that's like the like Miss Congeniality? No, it's the high school no, one. It's like um, the prime example. Uh, it's the one that's meant to be Taming of the Shrew, but isn't. It's the other one. It's no, 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 no. That type. that that's uh fuck, I suck at names. Um which high school movie from the 90s? <laughs> so many. Oh, I'm on such a tangent. Uh, she's all that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen uh, it. 10 Things I Hate About that's in the You vibe of that is the yes, that's, when oh, you're, is what you're thinking of. My yeah, school loves that not, movie. They wanted to teach us all that relationships exact from that movie. movie. Oh, yeah, because exactly. it's Shakespeare. They're like, it's, it's Shakespeare. Yeah. We can show it to yeah, the Yeah, that kids. one's but singing that's in not the that wasn't the one yeah. that I, it was the one that, that went with that movie. one that I was thinking of. But yes, <laughs> that's. But yeah, she's all that is the, the one where they have yeah. the, the trope where it's yeah. like they take off her glasses and they straighten her hair. And she's pretty. You know, yeah. 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 Princess Diaries yeah. does the same thing. So they no, totally yeah. do this here, but they're doing like a really bad job of it. Right. Like she's like they're just yeah. putting her in like frumpy clothes that are too big for her. Yeah. And like the next thing. So she's she dances with Scott. She's wearing that oversized T-shirt and socks with her ballroom shoes. And then the next thing you see her in is like um she starts wearing like leotards and mm. big skirts yeah. but like cinched in at the waist like i just noticed that all of a sudden her silhouette mm-hmm. changes so mm-hmm. she's got a waist she's not just like baggy yeah absolutely and then he does the take and her the glasses hair off. is like frizzy so she, she had it gets the, less frizzy it's less frizzy but she had the frizzy hair in a really not a, not flattering to her face shape mm. Um, ponytail mm. and they moved it so it went from like really unflattering to like you don't actually notice this change but it becomes less and like less un- more and more flattering less and less unflattering less frizzy having her lose the socks meant she went from cankles to no cankles like it's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. the layers of the stuff actually works where she goes from this like really awkward not really attractive to like mm. she's actually very hot um, and, it's be- the, and as she gets better at dancing too yeah mm. it's the confidence yeah thing. it's it's kind Kind of folded in with um, so the montage that's happening is them training and her getting better at the dancing and getting more confident. So it kind of and it, like so that 
it kind of happens together. So it's not just the like beauty montage mm. of yeah. her not being beautiful and then being beautiful. It like comes along with a whole bunch of other mm. stuff. And we also like, notice I- it more because that mon that take the glasses off now she's sexy trope mm. trope such a trope it's yeah. not Whereas, really like uh, in your mm. face about it they actually are very subtle and, no like, yeah kind of, yeah like, and it's, it's well yeah. done it's more complex i yeah. think yeah. than just literally oh now you're beautiful look how beautiful you are <laughs> like they don't really he doesn't even say it he's just like do you need to wear your glasses and takes it off and then you go oh look you took the glasses off she's pretty but like there's nothing said and it's not until she arrives at that competition that she's supposed to dance with scott and yeah and she looks so his beautiful. mom's like oh you look nice yeah like, like everyone else notices comment. it before he does sort of thing which i think is yeah good. And, and she and she does it from the lens of i have been looking like that's my job i sell cosmetics mm. i pay attention to how people look mm. and um, I think that's like a clever way of doing it. It's not just like everyone being like, "Oh, now she's pretty. Look at her." Like, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. like that the the couple that with the bogo pogo, like they zoom yeah. past her at one point, and the girl goes, "Oh, you look nice," and then just keeps going. And I'm like, I've done that to my friends every day. Like, <laughs> I'll be I'll be doing something completely different, and I'll just notice something and be like, "You look great," and off I go. And they're like. Okay, that's that's how life is because that's just how you like interact. That she with goes you know. racing through. I think mm. it's that competition where yeah. the whole Tina Sparkle thing. She goes racing through them, and then Scott comes and goes. Have you seen Fran? And they're both like, no, no. <laughs> like it's it's a thing they interacted with it, and it's out of their head because it's not important yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. It was just perfect. Like just the way There's that they so presented many, it. Yeah, the way the characters are. The- yeah, and I'm not a big fan of the uh, male lead, uh, female lead. Uh, they're in love nonsense. And I loved the whole like she very clearly is like he is so hot like he is attractive. yeah she has a crush on him from total the start. crush oh, and absolutely. he goes and he does the whole um, I just um um yeah uh, um uh, uh for like ten minutes <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh spit it out and he's like, there like tapping his foot being yes I know I'm hot can you yeah. get to the point please I am an open amateur. Yes. How dare you approach me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> and then over the top. It's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. then like after he meets the, her family and they like show him the dance and he's like, that was really, really cool. And she's like, yeah, it was, wasn't it? And he's like, you do realise this is it's just about the it's dance, pretend. right? It's just yeah. pretend. Because he's still in the like, I'm actually like way out of your league headset mm-hmm. um, of like, I'm so hot, I'm so attractive, this I'm out of your league. This is just to win the Pan Pacific. And then they get to the actual Pan Pacific and he sees her face and then like she's dancing he's like oh i'm a dick (laughs) that's perfect that is the perfect way to act that Mm -hmm. and now i'm buying into this nonsense romance um subplot thing and like Mm -hmm. i will let this happen but i hate i hate all of those ones where they're like oh yeah he suddenly realized that he actually has feelings and um now they're in love i'm just like yeah, I think the difference is whether it serves the story and the characters as opposed to like like even though it is a formula, mm. you write within the formula and the constraints. Like rather than being like it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to end up together at the end. Mm. Like you got to kind of, it has to still happen naturally. As yeah, part of does the this actually work for the, the character, story? or are you yeah. like smashing the character into a box? So in the interest of it's nearly midnight for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Soon, soon you'll be on the water. same day as us. Yay. So. Uh, one last thing is that this film, Strictly Ballroom, um, tomato rating, because I know you guys do tomato rating oh, on, yeah. on the timeline. So the tomato score was 88% um, and it's 87% audience score. 
Yeah, which oh, was wicked high. Like that's a really mm. that was so much higher than I expected to be. I actually looked I looked that up too, um, and a yeah. shockingly strong tomato score. So really good on this movie because yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, I didn't know what it was going to be, and it's higher than I've seen on a lot of movies we've done recently. It's like, damn, that's legit though. I'll give this a star yeah. B plus, like for sure. Yeah, yeah. We don't do ratings. It's hard to do ratings when you don't have like a catalogue of ratings. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're not to put slot in. Mm, pretty like, sure I've given things like a 42 out of 10, out of 10 before. One time we gave something yeah. like six, $8 blue Twitter check marks out of 10. Like we were like, it's whatever, <laughs> whatever like feels right. So yeah, we tend to have a, do we think it's neat? Yes or no? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I thought it was neat. neat. It's neat. Super neat. Yeah. It's a, fant- it's a fantastic directorial debut of Baz Luhrmann yeah. and it kind of launched his career. And I do appreciate that he's not really done that many films. Like that was 1992. I think Romeo plus Juliet was 1997. It was around the same time as Titanic. I think it came out same year. I think that's Maybe. right. Baz Luhrmann. And then Moulin Rouge was 2001. It was 96. And they're pretty close December of 96. Yeah. Yeah. So fairly, because I know it was um, Leonardo DiCaprio late 90s time. 1996. (laughs) Yeah. Right before he defeated at the BAFTAs for Best Direction, Music and Screenplay. It's Mm. like every five or six years he does something. So he did Strictly Born in 92, Romeo Juliet in 96, Moulin Rouge. 2001. 2001. Australia was 2008. Um, Mm. Then he, like, did other things that weren't films. And then he did Gatsby, yeah. which was 2013. Oh, so it's every five or six years he does, like, a big... Yeah. Mm. And they're good. Mm. Like, they're great. Yeah. Wait, he did I Great Gatsby? Good... Yeah. Mm. That's oh, my God, one. this is so tracking, mm. that, like, the vibe. Yeah. yeah. This is a whole thing like, I didn't know about. Guys. He's got a style, and I'm quite happy to get, a, like, a big fancy film from him every five years. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. I didn't know James Cameron's kind of person. like that now. They're not churning them out anymore. It's like, let's make the art. Mm. Let's make this really good. And, I like, I would prefer to have fewer things mm. but have them all really good because mm-hmm. then you don't have to, like, sort through all the crap. Yeah. You don't have a list a mile but long. But you can like also, like, Netflix. with these movies, you can see that it's something that he's doing because, like, he's invested a lot of time and he's passionate about it and he, like, really mm. loves what he's, like, yeah. doing. And everyone in it loves it as well. Um, mm. Whereas you get the ones that, like, they'll just, like, take one a movie and they'll just be like, yeah, I'll just direct it fine. Even the, the Marvels project. are yeah. kind of churning them out, yeah. but they're throwing a lot of money in it. So yeah. it, now, now everyone's just copying quality. the Marvel formula for all their action movies these days. It's like, eh. Yeah. I still like But again, them. you yeah. can follow the formula as long as you do it right. They are strictly ballroom. Strictly. It's a pretty good film. Yeah. Holds up. It's, a, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Sets the kind of scene for what comes later in the trilogy and, um, yeah, so that was strictly boring. <laughs> you can find you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Isn't It Neat Pod. You can email us on Isn't It Pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a review. That really helps us out. And thanks, Lindsay, for coming. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you guys. Next time we'll let it be late for you guys and you can have a drink and I'll be early. <laughs> thanks for listening. Now go and enjoy something you think is neat.